I lose your life here, part in the city. But that's just how it is when you part of the city. Ain't that nigga finna stop my progression? Won't lead to my overseas feces collected, nigga. I want it all hurt to say, but shit, I'm honest though. I remember palace room colder than the attic, nigga. What's going on, family man? Welcome back to another episode of State of Course Podcast. I am your host, J Jack, aka Yo God, along this journey. And we are here, man, with my brother. Oh boy. You feel me? With my man. Yeah, yeah. With the legendary player himself, Come on, man. Dana Sav. I appreciate it. My boy, you. how you feeling? I'm blessed by the best, man. I'm happy to see you. Hey, bro, it's a blessing. I'm happy to see, to see you. you, bro. For real. You feel me? This ain't been a long time. I Listen, this has been a long time coming, and I'm glad that we was able to get it done because one of the things that you told me that I, that stuck with me when this whole throughout this whole process of scheduling was, mm-hmm. yo, bro, there's no tomorrow. We got to get it done. For sure. We got to figure it out. We got to get it done. For sure. And I appreciate your sense of urgency. Thank you, man. Because I think that's something that we all sometimes lack in life is that sense of urgency. Because there's a lot of things we know that we, there's a lot of days we can count that's behind us, right? But we don't know about those days that's ahead of us. We can't count those days. So tomorrow is not being promised. Where did you get that concept from? Where did you get that take on life, that principle, Um, just no tomorrow? Family, man, family, family, God, you know what I'm saying? That's my majority family. Like, right. I had three uncles on my mother's side. One of them was a recovering drug addict. He's a preacher now, you know what I'm saying? The other two, they passed away. One of them passed away from fentanyl and crack. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? The other one, he died from cancer, but he was smoking drugs too. But at the time, he had told me, my one uncle, Mickey, had told me that, like, it's not the things in life that I did that I regret. It's the things that I didn't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for him to say that, it stuck with me. So I never wanted to live life. Thinking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I wish I could have done that. You know what I'm saying? So I try to be productive with everything that I do every day. You know what I'm saying? No what was going to make me happy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It'll keep me pushing. Going into, your, going into life with just no regrets, right? For sure. Like, I wake up every day, and one of the things I always say to people, and I say to myself is, you know, every day is a new opportunity to grow closer to our dreams, our goals, and who mm-hmm. we are created to be. So don't take that time lightly. If you woke up this morning, I text, I tweet that every morning. If you woke up this morning... Figure out why. You know what I'm saying? We all Figure got out why. We got purpose. For sure. That's why we all here. And you just saying at the beginning of just being happy to see me, that just lets me know that I'm still here for a purpose. That's for, why for sure. I'm still here is for, for sure. people to say that to me. Like, for yo, sure. I'm happy to see you still here. You know, for sure. Uh, that's inspiring. So do you think family is what influences a lot of what you do, like your music, or does that come from another place? It's def- definitely family. Sometimes they could be a distraction as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Though? So right. I can't just give all credit to family. I got to give credit to myself and God for learning to put myself first. You know what I'm saying? Though? Because you could try to do things and not regret, but you could have your mind so brainwashed on other distractions instead of focusing on your own happiness. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Though, like, you got to find out what makes you happy and go for it. You know what I'm saying? Though, like, once you figure that out, man, I swear everything fall in line, man. Right. You speak about family, right? So. You grew up here in Cleveland, Ohio, right? Or St. Clair, right? Exactly. And mom, dad, same household? At first. At first? Yeah, okay. they, they was married when they had me. Then they divorced yeah, yeah. when I was five. Then my father moved back across town. My mom from 105 in Hampton. I was okay. born at Mount Sinai on 105. The house that they had was on Parkgate, and I lived on that. I lived basically lived on 105 and 13 different houses on Parkgate, Pierpont, and on these three, right, three, right. three streets. Went to All right around the corner. Uh, Right around the corner, literally, you know what I'm saying, though? Seen a lot of crazy stuff, shot, people get shot, all type of stuff. But it was a majority of kids outside playing football and 
I was raised around a lot of love still, you know what I'm saying? Though, off in the ghetto, man. But I ended up basically transferring to a school that was kind of closer towards the 117th called Flores Hill Parkway. And that's when I met like a lot of majority of my of my friends. That's kind of like my best friends now today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Though? But these are some real, excuse my language, street niggas. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like, they really, you know what I'm saying? They into what they into, you know what I'm saying? But uh, back to inspiring, that, the things that I do, yeah. Inspire them, you know what I'm saying? And like, I'm into showing people other ways to create and to get money and just change their lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, though, bro? Because everything ain't always got to be the same way that we know all black people say they know. Indeed, indeed, right? So just taking it back to your childhood, right? I remember we was on the phone, we were having a conversation, and one of the things you had told me was that, like, within you were doing music at a young age and your dad ripped up your job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I played football. And, yeah, so... And, and I had what was that incident about? Like, how did that? I was first of all, how did up, that affect you? I was fucking up in school. I was playing football and I was fucking up in school because my father had took me from the Glenville, from St. Clair area and took me to Shaker because I was about to right. go to Benedictine and play football, but he ended up taking me to Shaker. And everybody was in there like, I'm from Kansas, man, and this and that. And I'm from St. Clair, so I'm like, yeah. man, nigga, I'm in Shaker. I ain't never seen nobody walk a dog. Jog, throw frisbee, it was fencing yeah. there. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this, man? This ain't no real. Street shit, you know what I'm saying though. But my, I started slacking off my father when he see my grades slacking. He went through my notebooks and he seen bars in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he ripped it up like, man, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't no, and it affected me because I'm like, man, damn, that's something I actually like knowing though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was helping me bring peace. I'm away from all my friends around this time. Al Fats got, I done came down going crazy. Ted again at O State. So now you like Glenville area just go my girl yeah. at Glenville. So I'm just. And Shaker angry as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? But music was something. Yeah, it was an outlet for me to, you know what I'm saying? Just ease my mind. My father ripped it up, and that kind of made me distance myself from my father for real with my yeah. music. And I never told my father I did music until this year for real, for real. Right. At the so, age of 32. So you said that affected you because it was your outlet. And what I guess what I'm asking is when it didn't stop you, though. Like, you didn't stop. Because he ripped up your journal, your yeah. boy, he didn't stop you. Because, like, once again, man, I'm the type of person, man, I'm going to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, right, okay. it might be not idea for you, but if it's just something that I want to do, I'm going to yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? My father, he installed that in me, though. Like, be my own man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm my own man. I'm not a follower. So, just because pops ripped it up don't mean that that's what the fuck I'm going to stop doing. I transferred myself to Glenville. I, I stopped doing music, but I was still, I mean, I stopped doing music. I stopped playing football, but... I was just as popular as the football people at Glenville with music and fashion. You know what I'm saying? Though, right. like I was still the man in that bitch, so ain't nothing changed. <laughs> so you used to play football as well, yeah. Right? And you played linebacker. I played linebacker. And I played receiver. receiver, right? Yeah, linebacker. Right. Receiver. Well, you, you, so they say you were good. I was nice as fuck. <laughs> what, what you? I, yeah, I was nice, man. I was so like, why'd you stop? You just were because I've been doing this since I was eight years, seven, eight years old. You know what I'm saying? I played for politics. Across town, then I ended up playing for Glenville Titans. Then I played for Bit Shaker, but I did it. It was like a job all right. year round. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't get to enjoy my. It was too like I ain't get to enjoy no fun. So the older I got, oh, yeah. I got into music and I got into the honey. And that was fun. And it was amazing. Right. So that <laughs> ripped up the journal. Stop playing football. That affected you because you was like, yo, now I have a point to prove. You're yeah. not. This is what I like to do. Yeah. So do you think that you say you just told dad that you were. In, in music, music yeah, this year? Yep. This so year. you think that's proud of you now? Hell yeah. Yeah? You see my videos, man. You get to 
you get to send me stuff or get sending me instrumentals and beats to people to sample and shit oh. like that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Pops. So Pops trying to produce. I don't know if you I don't know he what he's trying he to executive produce. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't know what he's on. Right. I'm just happy that he's happy for me. You know what I'm saying? Though? He always told me, like, whatever I chose to do in life in general, like, if it's rap, be a janitor, sell drugs, whatever I chose to do, just try to be the best at what I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Do though? your like, best. Be the best, because if I be the best me, I could get whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, any you know moment what? I want, it just falls in my lap if I become the best me. So, like, that's what I've been trying to focus on for. No, that's a really great point. I think Dad really was on to something when he was just telling you, like, do your best, right? Because I think in life, and it's a shout-out to Inky Johnson's, like, he he said, when we, the way we view the things we do affects what we do and how we do them, on everything. right? So it's like, even with that being said, how long have you been doing music, right? Because you say you, you did it, your dad ripped your journal up, you was been, middle school, high school. Like, you've been doing it for a long time. I've been rapping shit definitely over 20 years. Like, it's probably okay. since I was eight, for right. real, for real. But I didn't start taking it serious, start dropping music since 2009 when I was in a group. So, like, that's when I started releasing music, like, on, like, I think it was called. Uh, Lime Links and Lime Wire. Yeah, Lime oh, Wire, some shit like right. that. I started dropping that. Then we started shooting videos with Purple Films. And for real, me and the group, we was like one of the first groups that had like some nice productive, like like royalty didn't even have no good videos at this time. Really? You know what I'm saying? So us, Tezo, and a couple of They were cats. like a Cleveland staple. Yeah, yeah, royalty. Hell yeah. Royalty, Boss Burry, all of them. Corey Bass was the first good video I seen. But then after that, like, we was one of the ones, man. But so. I just been trying to keep it going ever since then, since a young person, bro. But I'll say I started taking serious about oh nine. So with you been doing this for over fifteen years, over twenty years, I, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here is because I wanted to talk about embracing the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Embracing the process. You've been at this for a long time. You got a hit record on the radio now, Real Freaks. And what what was the thing that you that kept you going? Like, what kept you enjoying the process? Why did you stay consistent so long? What made you not give up? Man, it's literally, bro, I fell in love with giving to the universe. If you give to the universe, it always give back. You know what I'm saying? Though? So I fell in love every time I do something musically or artistically, I always get a new door that opened up for me. And that became mm-hmm. a new, it became a new, something new that I love. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. I, I want to say, like, like a fulfillment, like a fulfillment. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, I got you. So, more like everybody has a contribution, right, mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's our duty and our responsibility to contribute to the world. So, sure. music is just your contribution. That you it help, say. Music helped me inspire people. Right. I inspire a lot of people, bro. Like I said, majority of my friends from the 17th. I got a best friend from Lakeview. These are two ghettos at beef. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, but all in all, me come down there and showing people that you can be productive without having to sell drugs, whatever, having have mm-hmm. to shoot a nigga up or do something bad. Like it showed people that it, you can create in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Though I start throwing my own shows, I start throwing parties, I start doing a lot of stuff that people don't think is cool. You know what I'm saying? I start opening up my own doors, and a lot of people start following suit. You know what I'm saying? I rather people go that way to create and create content and be a rapper or be a creator. And handing handing another little bleed some stones, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, so that's like a relatable experience, right? Like some of us, we all kind of, in a sense, grew up kind of rough in ghettos around drugs, different experiences, right? 
but what is it about you that made you go the other way? What was it about you at that time? Even though you were exposed to these things, even though you may experience, you know, trauma, what is it about you or what did you hang your hat on or what was something that somebody told you? I'm going to be honest, man. I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right. I am a man of God, but I ain't perfect. I sold crack. I sold heroin. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I done did my one-two. But at the same time, when I was doing it, it wasn't sitting right with me because I had family members that was doing it too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I had drops that was people's grandma that say, man, you look like my grandson. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. I'm like, damn, I ain't cooking this stuff. So like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm giving this person. Like I felt start feeling bad. So right. I separated myself away from that. But what, it, I don't know, just my, my, I have a heart. <laughs> you, know you got saying? a conscience, like, right? Yeah, I and got like, a heart, bro. Like, one of the things that I, you always would tell my younger self if I had, I knew then what I do now was that uh, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. For sure. Right? Like everything isn't for everybody. And you just saying that lets you know that just wasn't for you. Yeah. That's for not sure. what was in the cards for you. For sure. Right? Yeah. Like it was the important time where I started doing music and I, when I was trapping and stuff, I was trying to like make music around that lane yeah. and it didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm, I feel like I'm talking about something that don't represent me. You know what I'm saying? I got grandmas, I got aunties that love me for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't. I ain't representing them right, you know what I'm saying, like this. Even though my music now, I be talking about real freaks and players, you know right, what I'm saying? I don't right. want them hearing that either. But at the same time, I know that I'm not necessarily, I'm not harming nobody. I want people to have fun and love, yeah. you know what I'm saying, though, bro? I want to bring that type of energy when I'm in the room with people. I don't want to bring no negative energy towards nothing. So that's what your music is about, just yeah. having fun, loving, just make you feel good, man, make you want to. Just make you want to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Though? I want. I just. I try to make player. That's what my example of player music was. Like not necessarily being a cheater or talking about relations or sex and all that. It's just you know handling things cool, calm, collective, or polished. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying life, man. For real. Enjoying life. So, what is the number one thing you love about life right now? Like, what's the thing you love about life? Opportunity, blessings. Opportunity and blessings, bro, for real. Because it's like every day you wake up, you literally got an opportunity to help somebody, be Man. a blessing towards somebody, or be the person receiving it. Yeah. Or just in general, just like, Walk outside, man. Just this, like last night, I was outside, treated up, but it was just a deer out there. I'm like, man, a deer is an innocent like creature. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? Like just a Man. small black. Like people can't see, people can't hear. You know what I'm saying, though, Listen. bro? Like the small things, like. You have to appreciate in life. You know what being I'm saying? Grateful. Be grateful. You know what I'm right. saying? Dog? Like, ain't no point of being negative when somebody got a worse hand than you. You know what I'm saying? Dog? So I try to be thankful. I be thankful every day, bro. Every day. Man, I say that every day, too. It's like, wake up this morning. I say good morning, you know, to everybody. And I say, I hope you woke up grateful this morning because it's always something to be grateful for. And when I think gratefulness and being grateful, that eliminates all of the jealousy right that eliminates all of the worry that eliminates all of the doubt all of the fear it's because it's like sometimes we have to get in a perspective of i don't get i don't have to i get to right for sure. For sure. so even on that it's that gratefulness and that everyday climb to become who it is that you want to become and go through life and these experiences right so my question to you would be if you had to theme your life right now what would be the theme of Dana Seth life? Like, if you had a theme right now, like you say, the thing that you love about life right now is opportunity and blessings. So if you had a theme, an album to Dana Seth in 2023, what would it be? Dana Seth or Dana Seth? You know what? Because you said that, right? Give me the little Kurt answer. <laughs> okay, the Dana Seth. Give me the Kurt answer. 
Dana Safo, thing in my life, becoming a man. I feel like I'm becoming, I'm, I'm legit learning how to put myself first so I could be better for others. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. like me being a better financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, get my education right. You know what I'm saying? Though, like me trying to become a better person will be more benefit to my family, to my spouse, whoever, to friends. Yeah. The more bigger of a resource I am, they could benefit from me more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like right now, I feel like I'm learning how to put, finally put myself first instead of putting myself in situations like, I give you my last, even though I don't need to be giving out my last. You know what I'm you saying? What? Or I give you my time when I know I need to be doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning how to put myself first more now. I'm glad you said that because I told you your boy, Jonathan Noose, right? And that was one of the things that he had brought up was like, man, Noose. Sav has such a big heart. He tends to put others for himself. And sometimes that doesn't work out all the time, mm. right? Sometimes we have to understand that we are our first priority, sure. right? That our responsibility and duty to ourselves is the first and the most honorable duty that we have, right? Mm. Like our life is our responsibility. Sure. And I'm glad that you said that because if you knew then what you know now, like what would you tell yourself? What is something that you would that you would do differently? Say no. Say, say no, no more. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> say no more. You gotta like, say no sometimes, man. Like every time, like everything ain't even though you might have good intentions, it might not be what God's playing for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That when you go down the road of trying to just care how other people feel when you got to do what's best for you, man. For real. Got to learn how to say no. Never regret or never feel wrong for doing what's best for you. Facts. Right? So, in that being said, what do you consider, like, your number one or your greatest personal strength That is that in this journey of yours? I, I'm a natural born leader, man. I know how to... Like I said, I know how to inspire people. I know how to give love. Like, give love might be one of my greatest strengths, bro. Like, I realize I don't have to pick up the phone, check on somebody, and do it genuinely. I'm not doing it out of trying to use somebody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fact that I give love like I do help me build relationships with people better because I show love and respect. You know what I'm saying? Though I walk leading with love, bro. Okay, so I got something for you, right? Trust, love, loyalty, Respect in order. Give me one through four. Trust, love, loyalty, respect. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go love first. Why? Love defeats everything. Okay. To me. You know what I'm saying though, bro. If somebody got love for you, if they legit genuinely have love for you, they want what's best for you. Indeed. You know what I'm saying though? So if they want what's best for you, that means if there's a problem, it could be talked out, it could be forgiven, it could be Moved on, it could be figured out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I'm gonna go love first, respect, respect second, because you can love somebody and disrespect them. You know what I'm saying? And disrespect not good for the mental. You know what I'm saying? Though, so I remove myself from anybody that don't know how to treat me. You know what I'm saying? Though, so I'm gonna go respect second, loyalty and trust to me kind of sit in the same area. I know it is a difference. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Though, but I'll go with trust because I rather trust you. I, if I could trust you, I, you can be loyal to me. That's how I feel. Okay. I like <laughs> that, though, right? Like, your answer was your answer, Yeah, right? yeah. So, if, you had, if I had to put the four into order, I'm going respect, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to necessarily love me to respect me. For sure. You don't have to respect me. But you have to For sure. respect. I'm sorry. I said that wrong, right? So, you don't have to love me 
to you don't have to love me to respect me. For sure. But you have to respect me in order to love me. For right? Sure. For and sure. if you respect me, you're gonna give me the love that I necessarily need. But it kinda can go the same way. It though. can go the same way, right? You know that's why I said <laughs> it's entertainment. You know what I'm sure. saying? Yours will, yeah. yours will be yours, mine will be mine, right? And then I'm gonna go respect right first. Then I'm gonna go loyalty, right? Then trust. Then trust. Mm. Then I'm gonna go love. Love. Right? Because love, I think it looks different to us all. Yeah, for right? sure. And I'm thinking if you can respect me, one, you can be loyal to me. I can then trust you. You'll be trustworthy towards me. Mm-hmm. And then that trustworthiness is going to bring love that is necessarily needed. Mm-hmm. So I'm only saying I already asked that because I think that's something interesting. As people, you know, even with us having our own individual journeys, we have our own individual experience perspective oh, yeah because i feel i don't know bro i feel like nobody's perfect everybody's different and i feel like like you said everybody love not might not be the same everybody trust might not be the same everybody love your team might not be the same i feel like everybody got different agendas in certain situations you know what i'm saying certain people can somebody could kill you and love you wow you know what i'm saying though like yeah, I, like- I do know that you know what i'm saying though and it's like at the same time i know that i i can't walk through life thinking about how a person can affect me. You know what I'm saying? I got to walk with how I need to walk. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, I got friends that might be shy. I love them to death. You know what I'm saying? I going to change how I am because of how they treat me. You know what I'm saying, right. though? So long as I know that you love me, if I got that same love for you back, then we, I'll be cool. That's just me, though. We love <laughs> the feet saw, right? And that's, and that's okay. I think it's, with me, it's always been a more so a respect thing. It's just the perspective that I kind of grew up with right so i just don't think people give out respect bro that's what i don't i don't i think some people might can show you respect in oh, front respect of your, yeah you know what i'm saying certain people can show you earned. your face but might disrespect you while you gone you know what i'm saying though bro like i feel like love is something that you gonna know if a motherfucker around or not around in general you know what i'm saying there's transactional love and then there's unconditional love yeah. right there's a love where it's like if you do for me what I do for you, then I love you. For sure. Right? For sure. Then there's the love. It's like, no matter what you do to me, no matter what you may do, I still love, love you. Exactly. Right? But it's the same thing with loyalty. It's like loyalty changes, yeah. you know, when the when what I was once loyal to you for is no longer exists. For sure. Right? For sure. Right. For sure. So what perspective on life or personal growth have you gained from your journey with music like what's something that you you've learned to be open man to right. be open to to be open to people to uh to be to basically learn how to like to deal like i said like I, yeah. everybody not gonna show you the real them you know what i'm saying everybody right. gonna have on a poker face you know what i'm saying though bro but long as i'm myself and learn how to deal with different people in different rooms man and it helped me out, you know what I'm saying? It helped me be able to create a lot of relationships, you know what I'm saying? Uh, certain people are introverts, some people relationships are, are important. Yeah, certain people are outgoing speakers, you know what I'm saying, though? But me, I had to realize, learn how to read the room and pick the shit, you know what I'm saying? And doing music helped me learn that fast because you deal with so much fake shit, you know what I'm saying, though? Right. So much fake shit. So I learned how to read the room for... And I'm so glad you spoke on relationships because relationships are important. Relationships are wild. Me and here, you are sitting here right now. For sure. Right, like if sure. we wouldn't have had a genuine experience between each other, then we may not have been able to sit here and have this conversation on right everything. Right. And I think that's important. That's something we also should, you know, highlight to people is that yo, 
relationships are definitely important because sometimes it's not about what you know. It's about who you know, right? On and being able to get in those places and spaces is sometimes about you just mentioning my name in those places and spaces that I may not be, right? It's same for you. And that's just how we grow and we help each other grow. On everything. You know, because it's genuine love. Genuine love. We met when I was about what, like, 13, I'd be like 13. I was 18, so you was 15, 16. Yep, bro. I met you. And since then, we was just like, that boy was locked in. Yeah, man. My dude asked me about my SI jacket I had on. Listen, that SI jacket, (laughs) listen, I'm going to tell you what happened with this SI jacket, y'all. Let me tell y'all a story real quick. Story time. So, my boy, it's summertime. First of all, it's summertime. Summertime, for sure. My boy come in with this SI letterman's jacket like man what's like what's that so he's like yeah this is my group you know we rap throw parties and stuff so i'm like hey i want one of those he like nah little bro i don't know if you can get one of these but i'll tell you where you can go get one from bro let me tell you the minute you told me that i wouldn't go make my jacket right like literally like that weekend went to make the jacket and i think it was like 50 dollars at that point in time. Yes, so it, was it, like, was, it was like 50 dollars seriously I bought that jacket and I wore it. I got my name in the sleeves yeah. and everything. Just he like y'all, S- had, he had, just like y'all had social intelligence in there. <laughs> I had my name in the sleeves and everything. So, like, tell me about this uh, era because that was before yeah, you went solo. Solo. Yeah. Right? That's that with your boy, Mike Ray. Mike Ray. Money. It was a lot of us, though, bro. Like, uh, for real. DJ, DJ, Durham, yeah. New, J. New, oh, but it's a lot of us, man. It's. For real, Mo Cats, who can't forget my brother. But as I stem from, originally I was in a rap group, basically put together, it was me, my cousin, yeah. my best friend, Mike. I just basically air all my friends. We was just learning how to rap. My brother kicked me out of his group. Well, wouldn't let me get be in his group. So right. by the time I'm 13, we started a shit called a Wrecking Crew, because Wrecking was out. So we shit called, mm. made a thing called Wrecking Crew. Everybody could rap. And I'm a perfectionist, you feel me, though? Oh, so you know, I kicked everybody the fuck immediately. out. You feel me, though? I ended up starting this group called TNP. Which was me. I kept throw Mike, throw them pay. And right. I had Mike stay with me. I used to be writing Mike's rap, keeping with me and shit. My yeah. girl was still with me. My dude, his name DMV, DMG Hancho. He a rapper anyway. Okay. He a rapper, but originally his name blew with the dude from Layview, but he was in my group. You know what I'm saying though? But throw them pay, it was just too, it was too, you know what I'm saying? Ratchet. Get yeah, up. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, we was was some, he was on some throw, wrecking, just capping. You know what I'm saying? You know, that was the Cleveland way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying though? So. When SI came, we was it was a group called Real Genius. Shout out to my boy T.O., Trav Freeman, all these my boys, you know what I'm saying, though? But my dude Mike, he came up with the name Social Intelligence. And okay. I told Mike, I'm like, bro, that shit sound like some real genius shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you, Social Intelligence, real genius. It's still some smart shit. Like, then sure. I, my mind, Gucci Mane was my favorite rapper. So in my mind, I'm thinking all ghetto shit at all times. So throw the paid, I was fucking with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, bro, hell no, I ain't fucking with no SI, Social Intelligence. That shit cheesy as fuck. They got to put it on their MySpace and everything. So the real genius dudes seen it, they start blowing down on social intelligence and SI mm-hmm. and shit. You know what I'm saying? These are my friends though. So so I'm like, man, they got me fucked up. Like, yeah, they ain't okay. about to blow down on my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck it. it SI is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Though? So we start all getting our own clothes made at Glenville. Real genius got their clothes made. I, we got our clothes made, SI, and we just end up going to college with okay. SI here with the varsity jackets. We end up going to the University of Toledo. With all the gear, man, and we started throwing parties. This was 2009, 2009, 2009, 2009, 2010 was the year we was at Toledo. 
with these SI varsity jackets and how fresh we was, bro, we ended up, I, I had a billboard that was in BG, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. From a photo shoot, bro. Yeah. Like, SI started becoming a big thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm saying as far sorry to cut you off, but this is what I'm saying as far as like you've been in the game. Yeah, for a long, so long time. Long. Like, a long what time. has kept you motivated to still be here? Yeah, man, I legit, this pat, real freaks, this real freak drive, bro, like I legit, I was done with music. You know what I'm saying? When I came yeah. back home from LA, I lost a lot of motivation because I done everything in Cleveland besides Summer Jam. I done everything. Radios, 106.1, no order, A&Rs. I know everybody like, you know what I'm saying? Watch, shout out my boy. I just, I had realized that in Cleveland, it was, a, when I came back from LA, I was running into people like Lil Dicky at the mall. I was right, at the right. studio with the Yanni and Big Duke and all these people in North Hollywood. I talked to dude Dubbo from the EST and he like, man, me and MGK, we be out here, man. And he's like an icon. He's feel small out here. So, yeah. like, that that out there taught me, like, damn, I need to be out here so I can make a name for myself out here so I could find, like, not necessarily, like, a cosign, but, like, attach myself to something bigger. Because in Cleveland, it's like we kind of got a ceiling here. You know what I'm saying? Once everybody do summer jam, everybody just slightly stop working or isn't, like, isn't, we never have nothing that come here that keeps things getting bigger. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, so I had a... So it's like, do you feel a responsibility to... The Cleveland rap sound, like, do you do I feel do you feel like responsible? Like, I, I gotta carry the torch because let's just say, like, we have like Doughboy, right? Mm -hmm. The MGKs, mm -hmm. right? Kid Ball, RIP to Kid Ball. I feel like Cleveland, what I, how I personally feel, I don't feel like Cleveland people, we aren't consistent enough, like, for the people that's actually here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna be honest, man, I just I feel like it's our duty to to create more to to give to the world you know what i'm saying though and i know i felt like i like i said i stopped doing music i felt like i started putting together this thing called cleveland music link which was showing yeah. basically like all the artists they win they'll get a rollout from my dude bolo to shoot a video they'll get an interview from my dude chris styles like basically a media rollout and i did that to to basically give people an opportunity to market themselves with something, just to show consistency. How did it turn out? It turned out amazing, man. Right. Los and Nutty, Detroit Roberts pulled out, pulled up. Okay. Show. It was a dope event, man. Yeah. yeah. I did that, but when I did it, I had did this thing called the Yellow Spot. I'm gonna do Armand Studio Zero, and I did the real freak freestyle just to show the artists what they'll be winning. Correct. And when I did that, DJ Misses, she seen the clip and she posted on our social media. Oh, okay. Incognito seen it. It was like, hey man, send that. Who that? He like, that's my cousin. This is my cousin. She right. like. Tell your cousin to send that clean. I said DJ Misses. DJ Misses. DJ Misses. Yeah, that's my cousin. Okay. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, Keep so, going. so she she ended up hitting me up like, cuz, send that to me clean. I sent it to her clean. She spent it two times already the next day, and it took off ever since. Okay. But be saying it to say, I wasn't doing that to be a rapper again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I was doing that to show people what they'll be winning. Like, I was trying to get, try to basically start a musical community. So we could have like all the DJs be around each other, all the artists be around each you other. You wanted to like, start a move. I wanted to start a move, man. Move. You know what I'm saying? But it ended up coming out. Okay. Now my fucking song get to picking up from that. You know what I'm saying? So now it's forcing me Good to karma. get back. Yeah. Good karma. Yeah. Basically, Good intentions. Yeah. Right? What happens? So it just fucked me up because it's like, damn, I gotta. It's like God keep calling me to get back to this music shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though I love and want to stay in the entertainment. Of it, I stopped giving a fuck about being a rapper or being a little baby. You know what I'm saying? Because I like when I was in a group, it was fun seeing a lot of people enjoying success than just myself. Of you course. know what I'm saying? Though, so I just want to see Cleveland be better, man. Because we do got dope artists and talent here. Bro. We do. We do got a lot of dope people here. But one thing that stuck out to me 
that you said was consistency, right? You've been consistent. Yeah. And then there's been a while where you've been consistent and you kind of fell off, right? Mm, for sure. And then it's like there's been this three-year kind of like span of where it's like you've just, you dropped real players, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 2020, mm -hmm. we're in 2023, and you got the real freaks. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, you were still... Prior to 2020, you were still making music, yeah, still, still making dropping music, music yeah, here and sure. there. So that's what I want to speak to. I want to speak to your consistency. Like, what has kept you consistent through it all? Or what can you tell someone who may be wanting to be an artist in their day? You know, they got a low road ahead of them because it's not easy, right? You don't just blow up overnight. I, I told people, man, you, man, when I went to South by Southwest, I seen how artists market themselves down there. That's in Texas, Austin, Texas. Yeah. And I seen artists downtown, flyers, cardboard cutouts of other people wearing them. And I seen like, damn, nobody okay. in Cleveland even market themselves hard as like like an artist here in Cleveland. Like just downtown. You don't see flyers and posters of people like that. You right. know what I'm saying? It's rare. So I basically what keep me going, bro, is I know that I'm good at what I do. I just know that I'm good at what I do, so I got to keep leaving my legacy. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? Like, if yeah. I was to have a kid, I want him to go back and see his art of his father going stupid. You know what okay. I'm saying, though, bro? Yeah. Like, if I die, my friends got something to go back and look at me and see Sap still dropping Real Freaks or Sap right. Dog or right. whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got videos of people seeing me do shows or basically I'm leaving moments and memories for people. You know what I'm like saying? Your legacy is your currency, right? Yeah, bro. That's how I look at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? What I do is what I'm going to be remembered for. Like, a chef ain't a chef if he ain't cooking. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? Damn. Like, so if I want to be known as a person, a player-ass, rapping-ass person that's bringing good energy, I got to do the work behind it, bro, so that keep me going, bro. Just like football, bro. If one play fuck up, you're not about to complain and stop no. because of this one play. You no, got to no, go no, to no. the next goddamn play or the next drive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got to keep fighting. got to so always have fight. there's also what I hear is there's been an ability to adapt and adjust. For sure. Throughout your journey, you've For been sure. able to adapt. You've been able to adjust. You've been able to reinvent yourself. You know what For I'm sure. saying? Multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Over and over again. For sure. Do you think that's something that you just learned or something you just have? Or I, how did you... I think that's a God-given gift to me, okay. man. It's a certain time I don't even understand how certain people... Like, certain people could lose it. Like, sometimes yeah. people go to jail, get out, lose yeah. it, like... I have a high gift with music because I love music so much. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, that shit get me through my day. I listen to a lot of 80s and 90s feel-good music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Music is a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, certain people got different styles. You know what I'm saying? Though? But I could just hear a beat and it make me feel better. You know what I'm saying? I could hear okay. a goddamn... Music is universal. Skid. Like Square B is by Tina Marie. If that beat came on, it's just going to make me happy. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like, it's a feel-good. You know what I'm saying? I fell in love with that feeling and sound and shit. You know what I'm saying? Though? So I know that if I could trigger something to make somebody feel good, if it's the beat or if it's something that I'm saying, okay. I know that I'm doing a good job and I'm real, I'm good at picking that shit, bro. <laughs> it's just a so you just say this is something that just in me, right? It's yeah. Like it's in me, it's not on you. Oh, Jesus. So you think that's your purpose or do you think this is just like the catalyst to your purpose? Do you? I think it's a catalyst to my purpose, man. I think that, like I said, I don't think that I never wanted to be Jay-Z, like the greatest rapper of all time and nothing like that. You know That's what I'm interesting. I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be a person. I always wanted to leave my own mark of originality. Originality. Of course. And I always wanted to be a person that can be there for my family off of my gifts. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's same. it. Same. That's it, bro. One of the things that I always, that keeps me in a sense like going or that keeps me like motivated is that 
when I leave here, like you said, I want my family to be able to be proud of, sure. you know, their nephew, their son, oh, their cousin, their brother, their like friend. their friend. Like I want someone to be like, man, yo, John, he was a hell of a guy, man. Real genuine, hardworking, yeah. resilient. Like, that's what a, is something? That's another. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, that's, no, that's, you're fine, bro. Like, my, you mentioning that. That's another thing that keep me going. I mean, not just give credit to my experiences myself. Yeah, my friends. You know what I'm saying? Though? Right, like, right, my friends right. like Mike Reck, who got his clothing. They always keep pushing you. You know what I'm saying for what right. you're doing and what you're going through yeah. and how you getting through it, bro. My dude Jay New, he played for the coach. You know what I'm saying? He got kicked off the team over some bull job, but it, he still continued to go and still going. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? Like. Life don't stop, man. And if you keep going, the more opportunities gonna forever come to you. You know what I'm right. saying? Straight up. See, and that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast and something that I like to share with people is that, you know, a lot of times we hear the reason we get inspired is we get inspired from our friends and families, right? For sure. That's what keeps us going. So one of the things that kept me going throughout my process and why I'm here standing where well, I stand here, well, I'm sitting here sure, before you here today. Is because I would call my friends and I would, you know, reach out to people on Instagram. Mm. Sometimes reach out to you and you just check up on you. I'm yeah, doing bro. what's going on. And those stories, them telling me, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, or me being able to see that is what gave me the motivation to continue pressing forward. So that oh, gave me the motivation to stay the course in my life and what I was going through because I understood at that point in time, no matter what goes on in life, no matter what goes down, Life goes on. No matter what goes down, life and goes nobody on. nobody going to feel sorry for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want nobody to feel sorry for you. Exactly, bro. You know what but I'm saying? Like you said, bro, because the thing about it is not a sense of feeling sorry and a pity, sense of pity, but everybody end up eventually going through what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So they ain't going to think about your ass. Yes. They more so think about what they got to figure out for themselves. And that was the hardest thing for me to learn in this. Because sure. I would think about people and I'm like, yo, why they ain't hitting me up? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, so-and-so, I ain't heard from so-and-so in a long time. But then I would talk to him and I would hear like, oh, you're going through it Come too. on, man. Oh, so now I learned how to give people grace. And even with I'm going through and see it from not only my perspective, but also from their perspective. On everything. And one of the things I like to hear, or I like to ask, you know, my friends and things of that nature is those that know me. It's like when you first got that news, like when you first seen like, yo, Jay Jack has been in an accident hmm. from us having prior experiences. Like what was the first thing that went through your mind? Like that hurt my that heart, moment? bro. I ain't gonna lie. My heart was hurt, bro. I like when I thought about you and shit, I'm like, man, this dude was on my hip at the goddamn Collinwood. Like this, Talk I go hoop. He with me. You know what I'm saying? I had the SI jacket, the nigga I didn't even see. I didn't even know you had it. I seen you yeah. on West 6 with it on. I'm like, this nigga jacket say yes and all that. The fuck? I'm like, this giant jacket. That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even mad about it no more, though. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. So to see, knowing you as an athlete, uh, to see you grow up to become a better man, you went to college, yes, you become Q Dog, bro. Yes, sir. To see that and then see that, that you had that happen to you, I was hurt, but then. I thought, I'm like, wait a minute. This nigga, first of all, he's still here. He's yes, still sir. here with us. Yes, sir. Bless us. He's still, he's posting himself. You know Bless what I'm saying? Us. He's talking about it. Let me, man, let me get this feel sorry. Because at the end of the day, I know he's happy that he's blessed to still be here to communicate and to give his knowledge out to yes, people, sir. man. So it motivated me. I just, I, I was sad, bro. And then I just got a little more strength because of you behind it, bro. Because I know that, you know what I'm saying, how, where your mind could be yes, at sir. with things. 
But all in all, I just, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm you. proud of you. I'm proud of you, bro, because like you said, bro, like we were just saying earlier, bro, even yes, though you're going through what you're going through, things could be worse. You could not be here. You could mm. be deaf, bro. You could not hear. You know what I'm saying? Yes, all sir. type of shit that can be way, like, that can be effective, bro, to make you want to give up, bro, but you keep fighting with life, bro. Yes. You being a blessing to other people. You're inspiring other people by just doing this, bro. That's what Straight I want up. my life to be, right? I think we all strive in, this, in some way or somehow for our lives to be that. An example mm. for other people to also continue going through what it is that they're going through. I tweeted two things. Well, I tweeted one the other day and I posted one on my Instagram was, I woke up feeling good. Mm. Things could be better, but they could also be worse. Perspective, right? I, and then my other post was, and you can you know expound on this if you want to or however this makes you feel, is that my vision, my journey has been given to me to show what others are capable of. Sure. You know, because sometimes it's not about my dad used to say it's not about hearing a sermon. It's about seeing one. For sure. Sometimes it's not about necessarily hearing about how somebody overcame or what they overcame. It's about physically seeing them and or in there as they're going through their triumph over that tragedy. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. So you going through your situation, of course it ain't the feature because you're still here. We no, here today. We'll take the feet. Do you how do you deal? Do you have your downtimes? Like off? Oh. Is it an often downtime thing? Or Man, yes, yes. So, and I'll so tell what you, gets like, you through that though? That, oh, that though, like you know what I'm saying? Man, the perspective of I don't have to, I get to. Sure. The, the perspective for sure. of for sure. Uh, this accident may have changed my life, but it didn't take my life for sure, bro. You hear me? It's that right there that really <laughs> like bro. it doesn't matter, <laughs> man. Bro. I'm here. And everything, I'm still bro. here, and, I'm sure. going, and as long as God has work for me to do, I'm going to still be here, bro. But it's so wild, though, bro. Because yes, sir, that shit happened, and if it would have went another right way, we wouldn't be here today to talk about this shit. And that's why I say some things in life don't just happen to you; they happen for you, and they happen because of you. For sure, right? So this is not something that just happened to me; it happened for me because it gave me a platform. But it also happened because of me, because in order for me to be who God needed me to be, he had to get to me in another way. For sure. And there was something about what I was doing, and it wasn't about what I needed to do, right? It was about who I needed to become. Oh, there you so right. God had to put me through a process. You know what I'm saying? This is me going through the fire in my life of where like you may have been through some things in your life where you had to go through, through it. Process, and the only way to go through it was to and the only way to get through it was to go through it. Like tell me about something like that in your life. Like where recently. you may it may not be as severe as what I'm going through, but it's recently, bro. Like yeah. shit, my girl, I love my girl to death. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You talk about her a lot. Yeah, I love her to death, bro. Yeah. That's my girl. Like we going through it today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's yeah, my yeah. baby. But it's the process, right? Me and her I have problems. She have her flaws. I have my flaws. In January, we separated. When we separated, it hurt me because I know that's the person that I do want to be with. You know what I'm saying? Right. The person I love to marry. You know what I'm saying? I knew her since I was 12. I was lost, though. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I moved in. The we moved in together. I'm paying rent. I'm basically giving everything that I got towards yes, the household. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm not taking time to give to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when, I, when we separated, I moved out. Even though it hurt, it hurt to to do that. It made me better because I started focusing on Dana, and once I started focusing on Dana, that's when the 
Cleveland music links start coming together. The creativity wow, wow. start coming together. And okay. God just started blessing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like just by taking a hurt by stepping away for a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To get myself right. You know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, blessings start coming, man. And I just realized, like, it's a pain to separate yourself from somebody you yeah. love. It's a necessary thing. But it's a necessary thing when you got to do things for to be better for that person. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't the best person for her. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. No, bro, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Though, so I had to remove myself so I could try to be better so I can be that for her. You know what I'm saying? Though, who knows? Real freaks, hypothetically, would that bitch want to grab me? Yeah. Her, her life could be changed. You know what I'm saying? Just all Man. my work that I'm doing for me. You know what I'm saying? What does that work look like now? What does that work consist of? You said what did it work? What does that work look like? You said you you working on you, you had to you it, know. it consists of basically what we doing here today, bro. This right. is work. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. Yeah. I'm not only here for you, but I'm here to uh to get to the people, to show people who I am, my brand, my name. Yeah. To keep preaching on God and good and strong men and unity. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Keep putting that out there. That's my work. I'm more than just a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Though? When of I course. leave, when I leave my, when I leave my impact on people, I want it to be powerful. I have grown older men who, when I yeah. talk to them, they love yeah. the way I think and my perspective on life. You know what I'm saying? Though, so me separating from her, I started doing more of this. I started giving more of myself to more the world. More yourself to the world. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Though, and that, and this should just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, man. I think when you walk into your path, right? I think things just start to fall in place. Whereas I'm reading this book now, and this is for the second time, I'm just reading it to really dive in. It's called The Alchemist. And mm -hmm. one of the things it talks about is this young man on his journey to find this personal mm -hmm. legend and how everything in the world conspires to assure that he finds mm -hmm. what it is that he's going to find, right? Mm -hmm. Which is who he is in a sense. It's the same thing you're in a sense saying. It's like, yo, like I got to go through this process. I got to. And in order for me to find out who I am, you know, I got to look at the world. I got to follow what my heart, not only what my heart is saying, but also what my mind is telling mm -hmm. me and what God is telling what me. What God is telling me. Because you spoke about, you know, the structure mm -hmm. and of being, you know, not necessarily just religious or just spiritual, right? Spiritual. And understanding, like, I have a guide to this. Like, mm -hmm. God is going to tell me what it is that I need to do. And for sure. Obviously, you not having FOMO, which is the fear of moving on, mm -hmm. you not having that has produced something beautiful for you sure. that could possibly grow of you Evolve and me. put you in a better place for someone else it's levels man but it seems like you're still thinking of other people even though i'm still thinking of other people you know you go through the process I, for yourself but like once again bro i, I realized that's just who you are that's me you know what i'm saying yeah. though that's me when i said jones he spoke on my si album when i was in my group yeah he said that he want to live the type of life that even the undertaker sat sat to bury him and I mm. thought about that, and I'm like, damn, I've been to funerals Man, where it's 15 people in here. I done been to funerals where you'd think somebody like uh, the president died. Like, my grandma's funeral was like, I don't know, 105 at Cleveland Church for yeah. Christ. It looked like a president died, bro. The whole church was packed. There was nowhere to sit for some people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And it showed how impactful her life was to other people, you know what I'm saying? And the way she was helped my family today you know what i'm saying a lot mm -hmm. of people get my family love off of how she was yes you know what i'm saying she lived forever through people off of what she done for them yeah. you know what i'm saying so that that affected me by i got to be effective in people's life where when i go 
It's the same way. You want to have that same impact. Yeah, I want that same that impact. Same you know influence. what I'm saying? So it's got to be, is it, which will be love, respect, and inspire, inspiring people to do right and to do better. Yes, sir. For themselves, man, straight up. I think it's important that you get that message out there because, like you said, you're more than just a rapper, right? For sure. You're a human being. For sure. First and foremost. Like, you're still living life. And here on a podcast, the State of Course podcast, we talk about Life is a journey that we all have to. And the only sure. way to get to where it is that we're going is if we stay the course. And it seems like to me, like, you've just been able to, like I said, adapt and adjust. But also you've been able to have this, like, retrospection about yourself where you've been able to kind of reflect and grow yourself through the process. Yeah, I had to, bro. I had to grow and learn. I was childish. Like, that player shit, I was player for real, like, yeah. far as, like, Fucking different, a lot of different women and all that shit. Like, I, I done did a lot, you know what I'm saying, though? But I had to grow to learn, like, shit, you can really catch something out here. You know what I'm yes. saying, though? Like, that yes. type of shit really go on in real life. You really fuck with people's feelings. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, it's an emotional connection when you fucking somebody. Like, And I was going to ask that, too. Like, does yeah. that does, has that had an effect on you in terms of going, like, your music type it of did, music you bro, make? It did. Even though I can't say it affect. It helped me with my storytelling with my pen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Though, for sure, off my experience. But all in all, I, don't, I can't say that like it affected me in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Though, because I don't regret nothing I do. Or like, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. But all in all, I think that it helped me mature. You know what I'm saying? Though, bro. Now I know that like I done spent a lot of years chasing tail. You know what I'm saying? Though, I don't chase mm. tail no more, bro. Interesting. Like, that don't float my boat. Chasing tail don't get me no money. Don't get me where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Why not though? Talk. Cause it, to, to me, it, like I said, it's, t- it's distractions. It takes away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're dealing with somebody's emotions now. You're dealing with things that you might want to put in time on shit just Man. to do it. You just take some time. You know what I'm saying? To set the whole thing up. Take money sometimes. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like All that is nothing but a distraction, man. My dude, Grady Cole, so this would kind of change me at the beginning of the year, too, bro. Not only beside my girl. Yeah. My dude, Grady Cole, he was like, Dana, if you took us. It's just this simple, too, though. He like, if you took yourself, Dana South. Okay. You take away all the distractions in your life. How far would your clone be than who you, where you are? I'm like, damn, you right. My clone would be way further. But I'm like, then he like, then so why can't you be doing what your clone do? And I thought about it. I'm like, well, everything that I do go through is something that I put on myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. As far as my girlfriends, my bills, okay. my families, all that self-inflicted. shit. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. You know what I'm saying? Though? So it's on us to make the right choice of what we choose to be a distraction or not. But also, let me, can I give a pushback? Who's to say you would be further than where you are? If you wouldn't have went through the things that you went through. That's right? true. That's true. That is true. But uh, let me give you the slight pushback on that, though. Come on. I would say, I, I can't say, if, I mean, let's be it. Let's be real, bro. Yeah. And life it is levels. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a lot of different levels, bro. You know what I'm saying, though? Like from financial, like I said, financial, spiritual. Yeah. And I think that I will be further in all those aspects of being a better man if I just focus okay. on myself. Indeed. That's what I get from that. You know what I'm saying? Right. As far as those distractions, I think that a man knows how to clear those distractions and focus on what he needs to handle to be the best him. You know what I'm saying? Keep the main uh, thing the main thing. Exactly. Right. So Stay I feel focused. like once I got that mindset of distractions, I'm like, yeah, I can't think about I can't think about why she gonna be mad. I gotta be at this club tonight to handle yeah. this. And next thing you know, a door opportunity will open up for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, bro, like, I gotta start yeah. thinking like this for myself. Instead of other people, like family, friends, like just people in general, bro. So, right, man. I think that's I think that's a good thing, man. And I, I want to commend you on that for actually growing in that and saying, hey, I'm going to take time to myself because 
you could have said, man, I'm just going to continue staying in this relationship because it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Right? It's, it's comfortable. When growth is uncomfortable. And, sure. you, you know, and your girl deciding to step away and take time apart, I know that had to be an uncomfortable decision. Sure. Right? And I think also that had to, that's a man's decision, right? That's a mature decision. Sure. Because you understood your trajectory. And you knew at that point in time, hey, I'm bigger than where I am and I need to be further than where I am. Sure. So in order for me to do this, I got to limit the distractions, right? Sure. I got to keep the main thing. I got to remain consistent. I got to enjoy and embrace this process. So I'm going to ask you this is a few more questions, man. I ain't keep it too much longer. Well, one, before I ask, you know, how was it for opening up for Shot Glizzy? Because I'm a fan of Shot Glizzy. Uh, right. bro, so how was that? Because you just did that, what, like, did two that like two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. For real, for real, bro. It's so wild, bro. It was a lot of Cleveland artists on the show. Yeah. So the, my my guy Sean Oates hit me up. And he asked me to do it. I'm like, all right, ain't no problem. And whatnot. Shout out to Oates, man. Yeah, I was a good he brother. He's been doing this man. for a long yeah, time. Good brother, bro. But yeah. He told me to do it. He told me the time, which was 8.30, which was supposed to be smack down dead in the middle. Yeah. So when I got there, everybody's supposed to be there about 7.30. I got there at 7.20. It was kind of, the spot was big, so it wasn't really a lot of people in there at the time. Okay. So I'm like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I let it wait out for about an hour. 8.30 come. That's about 200, 250 people in there, but it was still so much space, you know what I'm saying, yeah. though? But they're calling names, and no artists will come down and perform that was supposed to come. Why not? So, I don't know. So, you, so I could tell the show was kind of being thrown off. Nobody was hosting it at the time and whatnot. So, the time I came, I went up to my dude, Drew Lloyd. I'm like, Andrew, I'm like, bro, let me let me perform. He's like, you sure you want to go now? I'm like, yeah. so he told Sean Oz, he, he like, hey, South want to perform. I was like, why you want to go now? In my mind, I know he wanted me to stay because my record is doing so good right yeah. now. He wanted me to stay while more people were going. But my thing was, everybody want to have these egos and not want to go because they think they're somebody, you know what I'm saying, though? Yes, but instead of changing the energy in the room, you know what I'm saying, though? It yeah. was people there, but it was nobody changing the energy in the room. So I'm like, you know, if I go perform right now and my performance is effective, People are going to remember me by changing the my energy change, in the room. Yes. You know what I'm saying, though, bro? So I went up there and I did that shit. And I changed the energy in the motherfucking room. You know what I'm saying? It worked to your advantage. Man, me and my dude, Explosive, we ain't never rehearsed nothing. I'm like, Explosive, I just need you to echo me since we only got one mic. My dude, Mike, was supposed to perform with me. He's like, I got you. That nigga got there scratching. Like, it was just raw as fuck, man. And I got a lot of, and Oates called me the next day, talking about, like, man, I want to do something big for the city, man, but I need 15 Dana Saps, not people that act like these other, he okay. names other artists. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, just off of my, how I carried myself and why I moved how I but did. But that's so. a, the thing in Cleveland. It's like we carry this bravado. The ego you persona. Know, this ego persona about like. People think we need that to be certain. I heard a lot of my rap friends tell me that I needed change mm. and I need to carry myself with this persona, persona when, nah, bro, you got to do just do the work and be you. You know what I'm saying, though? If you do your work and you keep pumping out work, anything is possible. It takes one moment for things to change for somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it only happens when you work. Now, when you work, not working and trying to be too cool to pump out shit or want to do certain things a certain way. Yes. When, bro, it, like you said, bro, tomorrow, and I promise you, letting days go by of not doing shit. Yes, sir. But instead of being productive, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, bro, I've never been too cool for nobody. I said, man, I said that to my friend the other day. I'm like, I was on live. And he was like, man, you going to do it from your bed? And I was like, yeah. I said, man, it's people who can get up every day out their bed. Well, they still bro. don't do nothing. Come on, bro. But I'm sitting here on live right now with you. And we're going to talk about <laughs> building, <laughs> building day, this bro. platform. We're oh, going to talk about day. what we need to do 
to continue crafting Come and becoming on, better public speakers. And for all you young artists out there, I want you to really take heed to what my boy just said about changing the atmosphere in the room because let me tell you something. There's nothing more expensive than a missed opportunity. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Well, if he would have decided to have that same egotistical attitude, he would have never got that call the next day to say, hey, I need 15 more data sessions. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? For real, that speaks volume. And that's just not bro. for the rap game or the industry. That's for all industries. For Everybody, sure. man, if you have an endeavor, man, don't miss your opportunity because you think you too big. Man. Share the love. It's I, enough space for us out here. Oh, man. You just got to carry yourself right, man, yeah. and, and show people respect, bro. Like, yeah. even with you, like, I told, we had four or five phone calls before I got here between the past two days. Man. It was just communicating, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I had, one time I was running late for a podcast, I called and told them I might be, like, 15 minutes. They were so, they couldn't believe it that a rap artist called and said it. I'm oh like, my God. damn. You know what yeah. I'm saying, though? But it's just... When you show people respect and treat people good, man, you leave a mark in the shit. I might get a second interview from my boy. <laughs> but it's like respect people's time, yeah, man. Yeah, like time sure. is something we trade a lot of times for money and other material things, but we don't value it as human beings. And so one of another, like your time is important. Come on, man. Just as much as my time is important, man. Sure. And like right now, like in just speaking of time being important, I'm like, I'm not rushing or anything but i definitely want to make sure i get all the questions out make sure you get everything out to the people oh, right on, is there something about your life that you will regret is there anything that you regret or that you would change about your life? not necessarily regret is there anything in your life right now that you would change right now today right now today not today no i Nothing? love i love who i am today bro i'm at so much peace man i'm loving the man that i'm becoming bro like for real i yeah. really wouldn't change nothing bro like i ain't even at my best but I still want to change that because I okay. love the process of me grinding to trying to get there. You okay. know what I'm saying? Though, like, I, the grind. I, I say make better, healthier decisions. Healthier decisions. <laughs> health, health is wealth. Food, yeah, baby. Health Food is wealth. smoking and shit like that. Other than that, though. Health is wealth. As far as my soul and my heart, bro, I love who I am, man. Yeah. I love it, bro. It passed. What I regret is just giving maybe like the wrong, all these hoes my time. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I give too much hugs my time and money at the, back in the day with my 20s. You know what I'm saying? And I wasted some good years and some good youthful years. Man, <laughs> indeed. So, like, what would be the most gratifying thing to you on your journey? What's the most gratifying part of your journey? Like, what's been the most thing that you can glorify? That I could glorify, bro. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is I, what I, really am, I am. I'm so loved. I'm so loved, bro. Yeah. Like I love the fact that people love me so much, man. By like, I'm an inspiring person, bro. Like I inspire yeah. so many black men. You know what I'm saying, though, bro. And I feel like I, I'm open up to to tell somebody I like them, like what they doing, no homo. You know what I'm saying, like yeah, what yeah. they doing, like what. That's important. Yeah, like I speak. You know what I'm saying. I congratulate people. I always show love. You know what I'm saying, though. So for me being that way, I, I receive that shit. Back times 10, you know what I'm saying, though, bro? So now I'm just happy people to be in the knowledge for being a good soul, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. all, bro. I ain't no bigger or no better than nobody. Right. So so as long as I can get somebody proper respect, I'm cool with that, bro. Man. And I'm going to just say, man, everything that you're saying is 100% real. If you never met Dana, he ain't lying to you, man. <laughs> he is that, exactly who he say he is, and I appreciate oh, you for... Sure, bro. for not only, you know, showing up today, right? But just having those, that communication, that open line of communication. Hey, we got to reschedule. 
we got to do this. And you just saying, no, man, we ain't rescheduling. We going to make sure this happens. <laughs> like, no, we going to do this. Like, I appreciate that since urgency. Like I said earlier, man, I appreciate just the fact when I first called you and you was like, man, anything you need, yes, sir, let's make it happen. Come on. And it was just that let me know that you believed in me Come just on. as much I believed in myself Come on. and that it's a mutual thing. Just because, like, I believe in you just as much as you believe in you. Appreciate you, right? Appreciate you. I really am want to give you your flowers, man, and let you know, bro, I've been watching you do this for a long time. And I'm so, so, so proud to see that you're finally getting, like, the just doing, I know this is just the beginning. Yeah. Like, this is just the beginning. Like, if y'all don't know, man, this is just the beginning. I listen to your music. It's on repeat. It's on Come my on, player's man. playlist. Player's like, playlist. It's on yeah, my like- play- playlist, man. I will show you. I like this. Like, I'll show you. But just, man, before we get out of here, what is just a few things that, or a few pieces of advice that you learn throughout your journey that you can give to the people here to stay the course, man? What are like some few tidbits, a few pieces of advice that you would give to someone who is a, a young artist, a young athlete, a young entrepreneur, or someone just going through something, man? Like, how, tell them how they can stay the course. Man, I would say um, put, your, put yourself first. Number one, put yourself first, find some type of spiritual guidance, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody that, that you can talk to in general, man, keep good people around you. It's important. And there's no blueprint in life. You know what I'm saying? Though Everybody got their own paths that they have to take. You know what I'm saying? Though So be open to learn. Yes, sir. Just be aware of negativity. Keep it out your life, man. And just keep that positive energy flowing in. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be great days. It's going to be horrible days. Yes, sir. Just know that, you know, if you wake up, to another day is an opportunity to do something good for yourself, not only for yourself, but to be a blessing for others. For you know us. what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. So just keep on keeping on, man. Show love and respect to everybody that you come across, man. And good will come your way. Y'all heard it here, man. Y'all heard it from the player himself, on, the greatest player himself. The greatest. My boy, <laughs> Sappho. Come on, man. Look, Kurt. Come on, man. Yes, Look sir, Kurt. man. Y'all heard it here first. Jay Jack. I don't know which one of y'all friends. So Jay Jack about Kurt. I'm get y'all. Uh, listen, I do my homework, buddy. I do my homework, right, man? Uh, so, man, with that being said, man, thank you for pulling up on me. Thank you for dropping some nuggets, man. Thank you for dropping some knowledge. Thank you for giving some game, man. Thank you for just being genuine. Thank you for being a real individual. Thank you. I can't wait to see where your journey leads you to. I know this is just the beginning, man. If y'all haven't already, go download Real Freaks right now. Dana Saf. Go ahead. You see the shirt. Show them the shirt. Show them everything. Man, y'all heard it here. First thing first, put yourself first. Always be a blessing because it's a blessing to be a blessing to others. And remember, stay the course. Peace. I remember palace room coded in the attic, nigga. Eli, he's happy, so I was straw, so I was happy. But Kiwi strawberry, Arizona, and some khaki, so I was young. Still, I make a couple dollars for the stuff. Now, my mama need at least a couple thousand on the note. What we living in is fucked up.